Gary Van Den Bush, I'm locked to Starpoint Radio. 
You've been from the Groove Association, and I'm feeling happy listening to my disco soul gold brother, Gary Vandenbroek, on Starpoint Radio.
morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome along, Gary Vandenbush with you now on the Star Park Radio to one o'clock. A big thank you to uh, Tish Superstar. What a great show, you should do that more often. And uh, and Ray the T-Boy, <laughs> for today anyway. No, he gave us assistance, didn't he? And a big thanks, of course, to everyone's mum's favourite DJ, Mr Andy T. tastemaker you welcome along we're through to one o'clock we have a special guest today mr georgie b of the groove association second image he'll be joining us right after this i really want to tell you about it how the music makes me feel i really want to scream and shout it Point Radio, let's welcome Mr. Georgie B. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm actually here. And always grateful to be on your show, Gary. Well, it's great to have you on our show. Right here on Starpoint, of course. So how are you? Hello? Are you still there? Hello? Hello? Georgie? Well, we might have to ring him back. I don't know what's happened there, but. I don't think there's a better way to live in this world. <laughs> Ultimately, happiness lies within yourself. Yourself. Let's try again. Hello, Georgie. It's on here. Oh. On here. I don't know what I happened. the abyss there for a moment. You went to space. I did. So. But I was feeling I was feeling happy while I was there, though. Definitely. <laughs> well, that's the main thing, isn't it? <laughs> yes. So it's been a well, it's been a, a, a good few years for you now, with success after success after success. Oh, stop it! I will pay you after the show, Gary. Okay. <laughs> but um, no, it, it's been it's been great. I, I just. 
every time I write a song or I do a song, I think, is there another song in me? Is there another song in me? But um, the feedback I get from the listening public and the, uh, the Groove Association fan supporters, Georgia B fan supporters, is keep going, keep going, because your music makes us smile. And um, in these troubling times, if that's what I'm doing, then I'm going to keep going to as long as I can, Gary, as long as I can. Yeah, people don't perhaps realise you're a songwriter as well. And you write songs not only for yourself, but other artists too. You're award-winning as well. That's <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's right. As, as way back from the 80s, uh, myself and my brother and some of the other second image people were writing songs for other people. There was a song called Hold On by James Duke that was quite big and not a lot of people knew that myself and my brother wrote that. So it's, it's even when I took a, a step back from the business, I was writing for other people, producers of other people. Um, and it is hard doing everything yourself. Um, and I'm right now, I'm in the studio right now. And it is, it's, you know, people say, what's it been like? How have you been coping with the isolation? I said, it's normal for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the studio alone talking to speakers. And my, my left speaker is my best friend. My right speaker is not speaking to me at the moment. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. Well, but it's, hum my it's hump Gary. day. That's it's, probably it's why. That sad. It's hump day. Hump day speaker day. <laughs> <laughs> so every two years you release a new album. And then in between, you do a remix album and you totally redo the tracks, don't you? Yes, I certainly do. And for something that this has never been heard anywhere, this is going to be a first for Starpoint Radio and a first for your show, Gary. Are you ready? Yeah, we're ready. We're <laughs> excited. We're excited. <laughs> Be believe it or not, this Christmas will be the two years, so there'll be, there'll be a, a new album. And in the following year, like you just said, I usually do a remix album. But the following year, 2021, is 10 years of the Groove Association. My goodness. Can you believe 10 years have gone so fast? I can't, no. It's unbelievable. And what I'm going to do... Are you ready? Drum roll. I'm going to do a double vinyl best-of album. That's brilliant, isn't it? Also CD as well, but I've not done. I've done obviously some some seven inches of some of my songs, but I've never really done a proper album on vinyl because it's very costly. But for, I think for a tenth anniversary, I'm probably going to lose money on it, but I don't care. For a tenth anniversary, I'm going to do something special. So you heard it here first, right here on Starpoint, 2021. Look forward to a double album, best of Groovers Georgie B and the Groove Association. Gatefold so, um, sleeve gatefold proper gatefold so instead of a remix album in the, in the middle years i'm going to do that as a special 10th anniversary anniversary um thank you to my fans and it's as i said it's so costly i'll be lucky if i i, I break even up but i don't care i don't care right unusually so i'm going to ask you eight questions see how okay. see how well you know yourself oh blimey what did you win on the 7th of june 2019 oh god Gary, <laughs> no, no, you didn't win. This morning, you, you didn't win me. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking for my car keys from this morning, Gary. What are you trying to do to me? June, June, June 2019. 2019. Yeah, was it Bright Star Award? No, you won a dive certificate for diving. I did. Okay, what event <laughs> happened on May the 12th? 2019 who, who made the headlines i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get any of these They're all my memory is shocking you ask my wife shocking joanne what's his memory like <laughs> shocking 
she's like, uh, you know, if it was a show, it'd be on that one. Come on, you got you got to okay, pump out my misery. Freddie Starr passed away on May the twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Oh my goodness! And all the hamsters are very happy. Uh, which building did you did you go and see on July the eleventh? 2018. Which, which, oh, you dropped out which one? Which building? Did I go and see? Yeah, somebody's building you went and saw on July the 11th, 2018. Oh, my God. No, you didn't see his building. <laughs> <laughs> Moses? Was it Moses? No. no, you went and saw the Trump building. I, I'm failing miserably. Keep going. <laughs> uh, what, what kind of... Uh, on your 54th birthday... Yeah. Um, what? What did you? How did you just uh, celebrate it in 2017? What were you? What kind of birthday was it? Oh my God! 54th birthday. In 2017, what were you? What kind of birthday was it? Oh my God! All right, I put you out of misery. It was a bionic birthday, and you were the six million dollar man. No, no, I tell you why. No, I'm not having that one. Because <laughs> every year I do the Bionic birthday bash and Bionic, but I suppose that was the first year I did it. I'll give you that. But um, I wouldn't have got that one because, yeah, um, with my knee, those who don't know why the Bionic is all about that, I've had a knee replacement and I had it when I was 50 because too much sport and I wasn't listening to the doctors and oh, I'm, I'm superhuman and I wasn't. So um, then that's when I started being called the Bionic Man. And that's where that got. But yes, yes, carry on. Okay. Failing miserably, failing miserably. <laughs> what did Joanna kiss in Portugal in 2017? What did she kiss? Yeah. Apart from me? Apart from you, yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. What did she kiss? What did she kiss? Ooh. Mm. I must admit, because if it's Portugal, that's got to be my honeymoon, correct? Yeah. Right, and uh, I've got to admit, obviously we're before the watershed. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can remember in my honeymoon was beep, 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 beep. I can't really say. No, any, she any she, she kissed a fake ball. Oh, of course she did. <laughs> <laughs> she did. We were walking along and there's this huge ball was there. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay. Have you, you haven't been stalking. Have I, you? I have, this? yeah. I did it this morning. Do I have to be worried here? <laughs> She did. She she kissed the ball. Bullseye. Okay, so you on your wedding jacket, on your part of your suit jacket. How many buttons were there on that jacket? Oh, how many buttons? Four. Exactly right. You got one right. <laughs> I should get one right. But I'm doing the running man. I'm doing the. Oh God, my knee, my knee. Oh, right. That's it. And now we've got one more. Um, <laughs> the catalogue number for special lady. Uh, for the 7-inch that was released on Polydor by Second Image. Do you remember the catalogue number? Are you are you having a laugh? <laughs> <laughs> nice try, nice try. Catalogue, what, for the 12-inch? No, the 7-inch. The 12-inch the, the always had an X on the end, didn't it? So it'd be the 7-inch without the X. No, you'd have to put me out of misery with that one. POSP 599. Oh. So now you've humiliated me in front of gazillion listeners. Do you feel happy now, Gary? Feeling happy. <laughs> See what I did there? See what I did there? <laughs> oh, goodness. That was painful. So I, I, right I was reading up about you on the you know, part of the jazz funk, British jazz funk era. 
Mm-hmm. And something that occurred to me, there was no ladies involved with that, was there? There's no what, sorry? No ladies. What, in the band? No, in any band, because you've got Light of the World, you've got uh, David Joseph, you've um, Central Line, Shack Attack, Imagination. Wh- who were the ladies doing? What were they doing? I have no idea. Strange You're thought. Right. Strange thought, isn't it? But it is a struggle. I mean, don't get me wrong, Shack Attack had um, a, a, a couple of ladies in them, yeah. live, and um, the one that done the congas and that, and it was Jackie Raw, she she did some work with them. And even Second Image for a little bit had a lady keyboard player, a girl called Carol. But you're right, as groups go, no, there wasn't. Right, shall we listen to Two Hearts and Come Back? Yeah! Georgie B, the Groove Association. Welcome back, Georgie. Welcome back. Hello. Georgie B, are you there? Oh, here I am. I don't know what happened there, but I'm here. It's, it's all a bit playing up today. So, yes. should we go back to the beginning? So, I suppose Freddie Starr, because we mentioned him just now, was, was he your first big break? Yes, we, we were finding it quite hard to get TV um, back in the early 80s. Um, and um, we managed to um, get ourselves on the Freddie Starr show. And we didn't even realise, but it was a talent show. <laughs> we, just, we, just, we took any TV because it was prime time BBC. And in those those days, BBC was the only TV channel that was national. Um, uh, later on, they had a sort of, they they called a cut it down and they had Scottish BBC, Midlands and East Anglia, whatever. But in those days, it was national BBC. So we went on it, and we won our round, and we did can't keep holding on. And um, at that point, we had, we hadn't been on top of the pop. So that basically, anything you, you could have had a record deal, you still go on it if no one knew of you and you've never had any chart success. And then the second one, we did 
the, the sort of winners round with the special aid and we won the bloody thing <clears throat> and um there was people like it on uh um and pace was on it who became very big after that and there was another andrew o'connor was a music a magician and we just beat them all fantastic but one thing gary we the prize was to have our own series uh, on BBC TV. And guess what? Didn't happen. <laughs> no. Um, as unluckily for us, there was a, um, a strike, a rigor strike. You know, people would do all the lighting and everything. And by the time the strike was over, they had such a backlog, they just started saying, well, we're not going to do that, we're not going to do that. And it was like second image who? Don't know they are. Whoop, boom. And we didn't get the show. Oh, that would have been your big break, wouldn't it, if you'd gone It would that. have been so fantastic, it would have been. But... You know, I'm not going to look back. You know, we did the best we could and, you know, the stars didn't align for us at that step. So uh, other things you've done career-wise, uh, I think it's the same as Ola Onabali. <coughs> he, he's um, a lawyer and I think uh, you're a lawyer as well, aren't you? I'm an, a qualified employment lawyer. Not a lot of people know that about me. Um, passed the UK version of the bar in 1999. And what I was doing, one, I was writing and producing for other people, so I wasn't sort of out there being a front man. Of the sp- you, you have more time on your hands. And I started, I kind of got into it accidentally, because I started doing seminars for large companies. I'm also a qualified business coach. So I started with coaching and coaching senior managers and directors how to deal with their staff um, because if there's a problem within the workplace, it just doesn't come out of nowhere. You know, an oak tree doesn't just suddenly come. It starts from an acorn. So I used to do that. And then more and more questions started coming my way on the employment law side. And uh, in the end, I just ended up um, saying, right, you know what, I'm going to get this qualification. It took me three years. And um, since then, after that, I started doing huge seminars for directors um, and managing directors and company owners around employment law and also representing them at uh, tribunals. So that all happened after Second Image? Then. Oh, yes, all after Second Image. When I took I took my step back and just was doing more writing and producing for people, it gave me more time to do something. And also as well, you know, when you've got kids as well, I wanted to show them that I've always said, look, follow your dream, but please have something to fall back on have some type of qualifications to fall back on. So even in my studio right now, all my qualifications, as well as all my singles and albums, are all up on the wall. So I'm practicing what I preach to my children, if that, oh, that makes right. any sense. So you went to earning a lot of money to going back to music. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I could, my wife looks at me now and again saying, you know, really? <laughs> Yeah, so really, I, Georgie, um, get yourself out there, get that crispy wonga, uh, and bring it back. That deals worth a few music. million. Don't worry, I've got a 99p <laughs> download coming on here. It's right, yeah. She goes, mm, right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's there, not a lot of people know that about me. And um, the good thing about that is if um, you know the voice fails or something goes on in my life as I approach 16 and mid 60s and etc i can always fall back on that and, and still do that so well, there you, you go you know what the other option is don't you what's that mate instrumental albums there you <laughs> go oh i can still produce for people but i think i think the, the the story here is that it's another string to my bow it's a big string and um it's good to be qualified in something else do not put all your eggs in one basket how many instruments do you play oh 
Okay, I was originally a drummer, so I still play drums. One was two, keyboard three, bass four, five, six. Oh, that's not bad. And if you can play the keyboards these days, you can play everything, can't you? Yes, right. <laughs> so when I say I'm a drummer, people think, oh, you mean you go on your keyboard? And no, I actually can pick the sticks up and drum. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> oh, oh. So kids like nowadays just say, can you play tennis? I can play tennis. I say, okay, we come around and play tennis. I bring my racket round and they're on the machine. And you go, here's your, here's your joystick. Oh, <laughs> you mean you, you can't play tennis, you can play virtual tennis. But no, I, I don't play virtual drums, I play real drums. And, um, and all of this stuff I, I play, I learnt as I was in Second Image, all the other musicians were there. And as we were gigging through the years, you pick up other instruments and... Um, and you just go with it. Well, many stylists, you know, Harold, uh, Teddy Pendergrass started off as a drummer. So many That's right. of them did, you know. That's right. So That's right. You, go on, sorry. Go on. With, with drumming, it's fantastic because your timing is everything. Once you've got your timing, and when you're talking about even vocalists, if you're talking about you're doing laying down a keyboard track or whatever, if you've got that drumming um, sort of um, timing within you, um, it's, it's, it just makes things so much easier. So discipline... That, that always gets used, always. So uh, I'm guessing your biggest influence in music must be Earth, Wind & Fire. All day long and twice on Sundays. Um, I, yeah, I tell you what I loved about Earth, Wind & Fire. Number one, I loved the colours and the outfits and the whole Egyptian theme. Loved it. But the thing that really grasped me at a very early age was how much fun they made their music. You didn't listen to an Earth, Wind & Fire track and it wasn't moody, it, wasn't, it was just upbeat. Maurice White was my, literally my musical god when it came to writing, producing, arranging vocals, arranging music, getting those right sounds. So, yeah, holding one there, definitely. So your, your brother's number one on the UK side chart. Yay! Apple Crumble. No, I mean, uh, what did I say <laughs> Apple Crumble? I meant... <laughs> Said that to oh, him yesterday. Oh, you'd have to do it with you. Yes, Ruffin, I'm very, very proud uh, of my brother. He, you know, he's he's been a great producer for so many years. And I've always been saying, oh, this track's really good. Do something with it. <laughs> and uh, also with Dave as well, fantastic in the studio, great producer as well. And a, a couple more people behind the, 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 the scenes. I know Rosalie does some excellent vocals and, um, and it's just really good to see the tracks now. Um, we've got this saying in the music business, um, sort of on-the-shelf songs. And what we mean by that is people come around and say, have you listen to these songs? And you think, oh, they're brilliant. Why don't you do something? And it, it, just leaving them on the shelf. Don't leave them on the shelf. You need to put them out there, let people have them, experience them, love them. And that's what they've finally done. And I'm so pleased that they're um, number one across the board in, in, in various soul charts. Really, 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 really yeah, pleased. For my big bro, and and he was with you in Second Image, wasn't he? He certainly was. He was the bass player in Second Image and a founder member too. In fact, he, because the point I realised, he's eighteen months older than me. He was instrumental in getting me into the music business. Being his younger brother, he was a bass player and I was a drummer. So we had in our shed in Wood Green, North London, drum and bass. Oh yes, we thought it was great. Our neighbours hated us. <laughs> I bet they did. Yes, <laughs> I bet they did. So he got me in and. You know, and a lot, a lot of people realise or know that the great Robbie Vincent used to be Second Image's manager. Oh, no, we didn't know that, did we? I think I, I, you did tell me once, but yes. Yeah. And 
a very brief story how that happened was we'd done a session, we'd done a, um, uh, uh, um, uh, what's the bloody thing called again now? A, um, well, we did a session of one of our songs and we put it together and um, we went up and we rung up Radio London and asked them, look, when does Robert Vincent come in to do his Saturday show? And they said, oh, his show starts, I think his show started about 10 a.m. He's usually here about nine, half eight, nine. They would never do that now, Gary. <laughs> That'd be called official stalking. So we went up there, we caught the train, and we went up and we waited for him. We saw him in the car park and we said, hi, you know, brother said, I'm Junior, he said, you know, I'm, I'm George, we're from a band called Second Image. And uh, in fact, we wasn't called Second Image then, we were called Stateside, because we loved everything American. And we said, we got this demo, there you go, you got this demo, if you'd like to play it. And but he, he took it and he was very nice, Gary, so nice. We went home all excited, not knowing that um, they don't play cassettes on the radio in those days, reel to reel or vinyl. And um, he didn't play it. We were a bit upset. And then the phone rang and um, picked up the phone. No mobiles in those days. And said, it's Robbie Vincent. And I went, I'll oh, stop it, Wes. <laughs> and I won't say what expletives I used, but it wasn't good. And um, he said he really likes the band. Oh, brilliant. And from that point on, he said he likes the song. And literally, Gary, within four weeks, we were signed to Polydor Records. That's brilliant, isn't it? And yeah, then, so and as talented Polydor... as we were, and we were talented, luck does have a part to play in it as yeah. well. So you had lots of Robbie Vincent right plays. Right place, right time. And then, then you went on to MCA after Polydor, didn't you? Went to MCA, fantastic there, great, because MCA just brought out Solar Records, so all the sound of Los Angeles, all the, all the Shalimar, the controllers, oh my goodness, so it, it was like a feast yeah. when we went up there, thank you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> it was going, all these records going home, and they, they did well for us as well, and uh, it was great, because they were, they knew a little bit more about us, and we're out of marketers, a bit better than Polydor, Polydor didn't, you know, we're talking about 1980, so we will be marketed with T-Rex and, <laughs> yeah. you know, they didn't know what to do with us. Um, and we also were signed before Level 42, Shack Attack were at Polydor as well. They didn't know what to do with us. I think uh, Spencer Baldwin was in charge of MCA and that kind of department at the time. That's right. You are. Just, just remember. Again, two holes in one. Just, just remember. <laughs> good what you remember, isn't it, from memories? Mm. So um, you're currently working on your new album. How many tracks do you down? How many tracks do you got to do? Well, I, I hadn't realised this, but I looked back at my previous album and every track's got flaming 15 songs. However, there are some remixes as well. So there's usually about 10 new songs in every album. And um, throw it in the way as we speak, but I'm trying to... It's hard because you start working on one and if you start feeling a little bit, you're not, you're not getting anywhere with it, you just switch to another track and hope that gives you the impetus to continue working. But it's not a definite thing, Gary. You come into a studio and we are, we're all mortal. We're all just, you know, flesh and blood. So you can come in, you can set the mood, you can get the time right, you can get the studio, everything, you go in there and you, you work all day and, and it's just a load of pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure and that's you not think, sure. I, you know, I'm putting just as much effort in, but nothing's really going my way today. And then you go in there another day, and it's magic for the entire day. 
So it's a new studio because you just recently moved, haven't you, as well? It is the relocated second yeah. new studio, yes. So you've got to get the kind of the feel of it, and it's got to feel that right, has also it? been a, a, a difficultness. You have to set your studio up. Anyone who's got a recording studio will know what I mean. Your studio can lie to you. So you think, oh, wow, it sounds wicked. And you do a copy of it, you bring it in your car, and your pants again. <laughs> uh, yeah, because a lot of people listen to that. They do a track and listen to it in the car, see how it sounds. And Yep. And you can put it up against other stuff that's in your kind of genre. And if it suddenly sounds a bit weak or it sounds a bit tinny or hollow or too bassy, or whatever, you can use that as, as your marker to set your studio sound. But it is, it's not a, you know, it's a trial and error thing, back and forth, back and forth. And let me tell you, writing and producing and playing and arranging your own music is a true labour of love. Um, it, it can send you mad. You come in, you're in here by yourself, and it's really, really difficult. That's why you have to be humble when you're doing this stuff because you spend so much time doing it and you can put it out. And if someone doesn't like it, and in, in the world now, everyone can just say what they want to say on their own page, you just got to say look that's their opinion you, you've got to move on it's, it's easy to 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 take in when someone loves your music but how are you going to be if someone's not feeling your vibe you know um you just have to keep on the front f forefront and try your best and as long as i do my best in everything i do gary i try my best and if i try my best i can look at myself in the mirror and say i've done the best i can but I've got to be doing something right because 10 years is coming for the Groove Association and especially abroad as well. England's majority of the people I play for and sell to in England are, are, are really digging what I'm doing. But it's so gorgeous to see other countries like Japan and, and Brazil and Germany and France really digging my groove and understanding what I'm about, which is writing music that makes you feel like the old days but with 21st century values within the music so it's a modern song that you love but it just makes you feel like the best of the 80s and that's what the groove association is all about and talking about japan that they've just recently demanded you uh press up some seven inches that's right this is the second load now and you know they just want it all up front bang 250 straight away then another 50 you know and you know it's so great and between me and you and the goalpost gary they pay up front <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing the running man again i'm doing it oh mini yeah mini. We, we must do lunch sometime <laughs> god bless japan so what about oh, De what god about deborah him. bell what's, what's she up to got anything new coming from deborah Deborah Bell is um, at this stage. She's always there to help me with the album. Yeah. So, um, so as we're moving on to Christmas, it's really going to be her input on on the new album, which is yet to be named, by the way. Um, I was trying to get something out for her this year, but what's happened? The whole pandemic. Where she works, she does have a day job. She works in security. She runs a whole division of, you know, like if you've got these big posh buildings down in, in, in the city or whatever, and you've got the security looking after them. Her company looks after all those people. And they were done as key workers, obviously, with the, first, with the um, pandemic and places closed. You need the security to look after the buildings in the night. Oh, I see. So with that, her workload literally tripled because all these buildings were closed and they needed people. And oh, just So she said, you know what, I will not be able to handle the, 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 the intensity of, write, of doing an album 
this year, but we can do some um, work on a few tracks, be it backing vocals or maybe a, a duet or something like that on yeah. the Groove Session to keep her name out there. Um, and then hopefully 2021, uh, we can do something with her. So yeah. it's kind of, be, it's not back a year because of what, because of the pandemic and her, her day job. It'd be nice for her to have an album that one. Oh, right. definitely. She's so great. She's such a great singer. She's so humble and she's so funny. She's just, she's everything that a producer like myself would need. And, and um, she doesn't have the equipment and stuff that I have. So um, people say to me, why do you only use one singer? What's going on? Because it goes back to the old school again, Gary. I wanted people to really hear something and say, that's the Groove Association. Yeah, so you can that's identify with it. That's right, you that's... can identify with it. You do have a sound. Yes, you do have and a it's sound. taken a while. Now people know, oh, that's a Georgie B song. Oh, here he is. There he is. Because I use the same sort of format and, and uh, I, I play everything. So if I, unless it's a big solo or something like that, I might bring in Dave Masco on guitar or Simon Eyre from Second Image on guitar or, or Ian Thompson on sax. And if I'm doing any female stuff or duets, I always use Deborah Bell. It completes that um, Groove Association sound. And one more thing to clear up everybody who's listening in Radio Land. <laughs> um, I still get a lot of, um, more so from Europe, actually, and abroad, saying about Groove Association and it's a band. I said, I know it sounds like a band, but it's not a band. It's all me. <laughs> I am the Groove Association. <laughs> You're more one-man bands. Yeah. I, the reason I called myself a band was because eventually I want to do some more live work and eventually also I want to be able to bring people in and out. Um, that that And so I just didn't want to just call it Georgie B., I, I wanted to be able to feature people. So, for instance, when Jazz Funk Heaven came out, it was Groove Association, uh, Jazz Funk Heaven, Groove Association, featuring Ian Thompson because he did the sax on that. So I can I can feature people if I call it a band. Got you. Um, so that that's what that's about. But yes, it's Little Omi. Ash Selector on tambourine. Yes, Ash on Selector tambourine and, <laughs> and Gary Vanden, um, Van Basten, Vanden Bush. And you can play triangle. Can you play triangle? <laughs> course yeah it'd be good or bongos you never know <laughs> so your voice is getting stronger and stronger and stronger so strong that we th we'd asked you thought we'd asked you to do a singing intro f for your new single <laughs> you're doing it again aren't you <laughs> do you want to tell us about the new single first the new single came from what's going on with the world right now you know we, we can we can go around and try to ignore it and skirt around it but obviously with the pandemic a lot of people have been scooped up at home and then we had all of the uh, things that's going on around the world and then obviously the black lives matter movement raise remember that's not a new movement it's been going for a long time but with what was going on in america um regarding george floyd and things like that people have really there's a lot of shouting going on regarding um, rights. And being a black man, born in early 60s, very early 60s, I understand where they're coming from. But this is the thing for me. Um, things have got better because um, they were better from when I was born going through and growing up in North London. And um, from my mother, when she came over, things were worse then. My grandmother came over, the Windrush generation, things were worse then. So things are getting better, but not quick enough. 
So what I decided to do is two ways of this. Sometimes when everyone is shouting, you know, a whisper from the heart can actually cut through a lot more, a lot quicker. So I decided to do a record talking generally about if we have love in our heart about every situation, this covers the pandemic, how we're feeling, how we feel about each other, how we feel about each other racially, sexually, as in you still got sexual discrimination within the workplace, which I know because that's my business as an employment lawyer. Women are still not getting paid as much as men. There's discrimination on, on, on racial grounds. There's discrimination in within um Dis disability, all the different areas where people aren't coming together yet. If you have love in your heart, we can find a way. It all starts with us loving each other. If we can have love in our hearts, the rest takes care of itself. It's like the old saying, Gary, if you look after the pennies, the pounds will look after themselves. So this song is about, come on people, Forget what the issue is about. Whatever your issue is, if you are coming from the right place, if you've got love in your heart, we can get through together. Because the famous Georgie B saying, you get a lot more with honey than you do with vinegar. Thank you for today, Georgie. So we're, we're, we're going <laughs> to leave pleasure. it now with you singing and introducing your new song. This is my brand new song. It's called Love's In Our Heart. And remember... When you're alone and you need somebody to say things will be okay, Georgie B will tell you. Right here, Gary Vandenbosch, Starpoint Radio. It's time now your turn to feel some love in your hearts. Thank you very much. Thank, you. Thank you, Georgie. Thanks. See ya.
Brand new single from Georgie B. Exclusively available on Georgie B's website. Which he didn't tell you, did he? He didn't. He forgot that part. And it's his full-time job, so he needs your support. He wants you to buy his albums, his singles, final singles, and of course his downloads. And we thank Georgie B for today. Eddie described him, morning Eddie, he described him as the hardest working man in the industry. Well, it does work hard. Maybe not hard enough, he needs his album completed. (laughs) This was a big track from his last album. Good dancing in heaven. David Noyes is his great interview. Thank you, David. Hi to Nigel Lois. Yes, same mates as you. Monitors and headphones. <laughs>
Yeah, there's a few cheeky remixes available on Georgie B's uh, website as well, like that one featuring uh, Frankie, of course. Georgie B said he enjoyed the interview. He wasn't very good at his own questions, was he? Eddie said, great interview, Georgie. Loves his energy and passion. Keep up the hard work. So that was Dancing in Heaven, and this is something that Georgie did for Deborah as a producer, songwriter.
Quick break, and we'll be back with some Brit Jazz Funk Classics. The number one hit EP from Rough and Tumble. Available now at roughandtumbleofficial.net. For a limited period only. Four for the price of three. Available now at roughandtumbleofficial.net. The COVID-19 pandemic is currently putting hold on nearly all events across the world at the moment. Balsall 6 is currently planned to take place from the 10th to the 17th of October at the Hotel Elafusa in Bol on the Isle of Brac in Croatia. Of course, we have to follow government guidelines and legislation for both countries, but rest assured, if the event can go ahead, your favourite Balsall DJs and Tony Monrell will be there to entertain you. So keep an eye out on the Starpoint Radio website on the page on Facebook for Bolsol and the page on Facebook for Starpoint Radio. Bolsol 6, we hope to see you there. You and I are in a place called non-existence. This is Starpoint Radio.
time back, they were Shack Attack with one of their first releases called Stepping Out. They were born out of a Soho record shop called Record Shack. They were mostly known for a high energy label. They, all, they had van sales used to visit the record shops and sell imports, just like City Sounds did with the Greyhound Records. But, and that's how it kind of started for Shack Attack. White labels going round. remembers this one from Incognito, again from the early days of Britches Funk.
Gary Van Den Bush, Unlocked to Starpoint Radio. You're so cool.
I'll see that again. David Joseph, who was also the lead singer with a group called High Tension. The jazz funk era, British jazz funk era. And poppy things started emerging, didn't they? Do you remember Modern Romance? Spun that ballet with Beggar and Co. And this lot.
normally the B-sides you go for Matt Bianco's uh, Hot Tracks, a little instrumental B-side, you know, that everyone used to love. Similar way to Loose Ends. So happening here in the UK at that time, Kelly Stevens had a million-selling album. And a lot of our Brit soul jazz funk was going stateside and scoring big time like this one. And then they were going to do the US mix that no one liked. Well, the Americans didn't like it. We did, but the Americans didn't. Now we stick to the Brit mix. Big one from Junior. Stride for you. 
Yeah, one big hit like that, you can live off it forever back in the day. Uh, big hit in America and the UK, Hearty Magnus uh, from a, a chilly and raining Stockholm. Yeah, it's the same here, chilly and raining.
featuring chart hits and floor fillers from back in the day. David Grant with Lynx, then he became a, a solo artist. And now he's a vocal coach. Also a big floor filler back in the day. Top 40 hit. Wouldn't that have been unreal if they had their own TV programme? Stand by after this for the lunchtime sandwich. Van and Bush's lunchtime sandwich on Starpoint Radio.
Gary Vanderbush, Lunchtime Sandwich on Starpoint Radio. It's very tasty.
lunchtime sandwich today, level 42. Originally signed to Elite Records and picked up by Polydor. I remember the owner of the record label used to play me the songs down the phone. What do you think of this one? We didn't get that one. Hi to Jed Morris tuning in. Second day in a row. Wow, Jed, we must be doing something right. We must be doing something right. Talk about Elite Records. This was massive for them on this atmosphere. Let's brip funk our way up to the top of the hour. The Robbie awaits. Starpoint Radio. You're so cool.
number six in the UK soul chart, and the UK national chart, I should say, sorry. Scottish jazz funkers, average white band, and James Brown was so not impressed by that track, he thought he was ripping him off. Ripping him off, I should say. Johnny Rocker used to be Van Salesman for Greyhound Records. We used to buy records off him, which is part of City Sounds. It will change to keep in touch and of course Southern Freeze.
Where's the Time Gone Today? Bit of a special day, I hope you enjoyed it. Rick Jazz Funk. Loads more we could have played and didn't have time for. Thank you for tuning in today. I'll be back same time, same place tomorrow with a special theme, name a song that never gets old or doesn't get old. You pick the tunes tomorrow, pick the tunes tomorrow. I'll be thanks to Georgie B for being our special guest today. Robbie Peters is next, followed by Steve King, followed by Paul Mack, live from Manchester. For myself, Gary Vanderbush here at Starpoint Radio, I've got to fly away. Toodles! <laughs>